Welcome back to another edition, thankfully, of the uh, Trojan Takeover, the Purple and Gold podcast here on KFGO.com. And it is uh, Brian Strand again with us, the head coach of the Barnesville Trojans, and they were able to get the goal done. I mean, it's been 50 weeks. We've been pretty much talking about this since the prep bowl. Now you get to face Caledonia. It is. Um, that was our kids' goal from the time they got on the bus after we lost to them last year was uh, – you know, we want to face them again. I don't think anybody really ever wants to face Caledonia, but, um, you know, we were so close last year. Um, I would say that they almost seem like a better team this year. Passing the ball, quarterback runs the ball very well. Um, they're very, very well coached, but, uh, you know, it means we're still playing November 12th here and we're still playing games, so that's great. Last Saturday, I thought Osek is prepared for you guys well. They didn't give up a big play. You're still, I mean, they made you work for everything that you got. Osek is, uh, Bill did a great job with them. Um, very senior led team. His son's on the team, you know, and, uh, you know, it was a very good game. I mean, you know, we turned the ball over three times in the red zone. And if we're able to capitalize on that, we're probably not saying the exact same thing, but, um, you know, they made things happen that day, and um, it was cold and snowy, and uh, our kids were shivering after <laughs> the game. Um, don't think of it when the game's going on, but once it's over, man, were they cold. Well, you don't have to worry about that this no. week. Uh, talk about the, the, this game, though. I, I was thinking while you know watching and calling the game, I thought, well, th- this team is playing them tough. You know, they're not going to give up b- big plays. You know, Caledonia is not usually giving up big plays. It might have been a good test for you guys to know what you how really you have to prepare for a team like this. Then, yeah, I mean, we did this morning. We just had a straight D practice. Um, I only brought the defensive players in. Um, we've got to find a way to, to disrupt what they want to do. Um, King is a fantastic quarterback. He throws the ball to his brother, but he also has two or three other really good receivers. So our goal is to get up, get into their face and uh, you know make him do things a little bit faster than what he wants. But if, if he's able to sit back there and throw, we're in trouble. How are they as far as balance? Obviously, they're running back last year who kind of put the nail in the coffin. McCabe yeah. is playing at Northern Iowa. and yeah. they, I'm sure they seem to always reload with tailbacks too, usually. You know, um, if I would say a weak spot of theirs, I would say the tailback. I mean, they're not bad there, but um, their leading rusher is the quarterback, and he gets everybody going downfield, and then he just takes off running. Um, or the quarterback ISO, things like that. Um, I would say they're probably 70-30 pass to run. Um, his brother might be the best sophomore I've ever seen play high school football. Um, he is he is as smooth as anything. He's fast. He leaps. Um you know, so we've got to we've got to disguise some schemes against him, um, and try and keep the ball away from him. But the other guys are just as dangerous. How important? I mean, obviously, then it's going to have to be pressure, but also to contain that pressure, right? Yeah, I mean, we talked about this more in that our outside guys have to come in hard, but they have to come in breaking down and making sure that if they don't make this play, he's got to go inside. We can't allow him to get outside because realistically our corners and safeties are all gone because they're running down the field. One thing that they do better than anybody else is when he's scrambling, it's like the game, the chickens come home because they're all, they're breaking routes off and they're getting into his face. And it's for a high school team to be able to do that. They must spend tons and tons of time, but uh, you know, um, it's great that we're still playing. You know, our kids played them well last year, and I expect the same thing now. As far as uh, defensively, you know, they've always been so stout over the years. I mean, I think people think of that high-flying offense and the balanced offense that they've had over this dominant yeah. stretch over the past 15 years. But, they, I mean, they, they don't give up points. <laughs> they don't give up points. I mean, they, 
Um, when the offense comes out, they'll leave the defense out there for quite a, quite a while. Um, it's kind of my philosophy at times too. Um, you know, you can move the ball on us, but I don't want to see points go on the board. But um, you know, they they will create havoc. They will line up one place. They'll jump two two gaps. They will. Um, they're going to try and bring as many guys up and see what you can do with it. But again, last year we had some success with midline and Adam finding holes because they react so fast to that first movement. The second movement can get them. Um, we probably will run a little bit more wing T at them now. Um, but again, we've, we've got, I told the guys last night at practice that the game will be won with our front seven guys. If we can't move the ball on them, we're in trouble. Um, but again, I also think our strength is those front seven guys. Yeah, no question. And you know, it, it's a pretty simple game. And it also, you know, it comes to turnovers. I, it's going to be about not fumbling the ball. You had a couple, like you, like you said last week, we're able to overcome it. And you know, really, it, you know, turnovers kind of kept you in the game last year. I know Preston Snowball had a big interception. Yeah. I mean, those those type of things. Maybe a strip sack. I'm calling it. So, you know, that type of thing, right? And we made some stops in fourth down. We yeah. made one inside the five or ten yard line early in the game. We stopped them. You know, we have to, they're going to move the ball. We've got to come up at some point in time and make some stops. We've got to figure out what they're trying to do. It's like a huge game of chess, you know, and, uh, you know, we just need to capitalize. We need to keep the ball. We're going to use the play clock to our advantage. You know, I told Adam, we're going to snap that ball with five seconds left. We're going to use as much clock as possible, keep the ball away from their offense, which is the most dangerous. Of course, it's funny you say that because, I mean, a lot of kids you're dealing with, you know, 16, 17-year-old kids, but you kind of know that he knows what you're talking about, right? Because he, yeah. he, I see him look at the clock more than any other high school yeah. quarterback. No, he does. I mean, he knows exactly what's going on. The play clocks are, are great to see. Um, he knows how much time it takes. Like I said, he's he's a smartest kid around. Um, he's just a leader. So, um, you know, we have things that we're going to do, going to try. Um but it comes down to we've got to make the plays. We've got to stay healthy. We've got to be in shape. You know, they probably have the exact same thing as us. They haven't played. We last game was the first time our stars have been out there in the fourth quarter. Period. So, um, you know, they have to be in game shape. And again, they're playing inside, so it's a whole lot different. So. Yeah, and it, you're right. And of course, the uh, even though it's a big building, it can get a little warm in there. So people don't understand. We, we mentioned that about the Fargo Dome a couple weeks ago, but that is true. It is, you know, because the air is different. It's not it's not that cool air. It, it's hot air. It's like you're playing basketball with your gear on. Um, generally, we'll be running inside um, throughout these weeks. Um, if we were to win on um, on Friday, uh, we would definitely run inside the next two weeks just to get ready for the finals. Yeah, that's a qu- weird thing, the two weeks between the prep ball. I, I was going to mention that because yeah. we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that is, I don't remember that happening. The reason it happens is they always say they, the TV contract, I believe, is for the Friday after uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Black Friday, yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving is the last last day here. So, you know, it, it is where it's at, but that's the reason behind it because, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time too, and I don't remember there being this band in there. Which you know maybe wouldn't be a bad thing in many aspects. Yeah, yep. Time to repair, heal, all those things. So you know it'd be fine if it happens. 
you were lucky enough in your high school days to play down the Metrodome. So we're going back, you know, 30 years almost. And I think, you know, since that thing was built and it was labeled the prep bowl or whatever, every kid dreams of playing this building, whether it be the semifinals or f- finals. And that was in the Metrodome and now in this new building, which is yeah. a lot better too. And so how do you balance that with, and they were there last year, so they've been through the ex- yeah. experience. They've had this goal playing Caledonia. They want to beat him. They want to show they can beat him, but yet still having everyone enjoy the moment, not be too tight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, this will be the third year in the last four years that we've made it there. Um, we always get them down the day before to watch a game to get the shock value out, especially for the young guys. Um, it is a big stage. You know, everybody's there watching. There's a lot of people. You know, it's just the shock value of it. But when the game start, it's the exact same, the exact same size field. Everything's the same. Um, you line up and play. It's the old Hickory Huskers thing from yeah, <laughs> pretty much the exact same thing. Well, it's certainly been a fun journey to get to this point. Like we said, a one step of the goal. Again, I guess I compare it to you want you know it's a big wall that you have to climb up, a hurdle, right? But you got to get to the hurdle and you're able to get to it. I mean, you got to beat the best. And you know, I I told the kids if they win this game, they will be on Sports Center because they're going to knock off the team with the longest winning record in the country so um it's huge and and our kids are going to be prepared for it you know if they can make the plays we'll be fine well enjoy it certainly good luck to you and uh, we'll see you down there thank you Derek. brian strand head coach of the barnesville trojans our trojan takeover the purple and gold podcast here on kfgo.com brought to you by dean's bulk service big enough to serve you small enough to know you